The following podcast on the WDKX Podcast Network is provided by Vision Automotive. It is time to check your health, being brought to you by the University of Rochester. And of course, Dr. Sean Nelms joins us. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, WDKX family. It is a great start to you. I felt so good walking into 2024. You did? I did, I did. I've been listening to my own words on these shows. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't overeat. <laughs> I didn't overdrink. <laughs> I got plenty of sleep. So uh, I feel I, good. I feel I good. did the same thing while on vacation. I was kind of like, let me follow my own pattern here. That's right. Check Your Health, though. Very impactful show, not just for the community, but for us individually. Uh, we've been talking about it, especially with the top of the new year. Yeah. Everybody wants to sort of start getting maybe a little bit better with their health, yep. whether it's exercise or eating right today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, for those of us who hit the gym, we were talking about that yep. um, before the show, and I heard you all talking about that this morning. You know, right now the gym is packed. Mm-hmm. It'll be less packed in about two weeks. That's right. But, <laughs> but, but there are things that we can control outside the gym, and that's what we consume, what we eat in our own home, how we shop. Um, and today's topic is uh, we're lucky to have April Ho. She is a registered dietitian and certified a personal trainer, but she's also the lead clinical dietitian at the Center for Community Health and Prevention at the University of Rochester Medical Center. And we have been picking her brain for the last 30 minutes before we got on the air about all things health. And she's going to drop a lot of knowledge about how to keep us healthy and balanced at home and also in the gym. Good morning. Uh, good morning, April. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm I pulled right up to the mic. There we go. There we go. We're, yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, making sure we can, we can hear you. Good to have you here at WDKX. Now, uh, first of all, we would like to apologize because as soon as you came in, we started asking dietary health <laughs> food questions right out the gate. Yeah, I learned a few things, too. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you, there was one thing. I want to make sure that we mention it first off. You were talking about the, uh, what is it, the dietary plate or the my plate? What was it called? Yeah, the balance plate. The it's, balance plate. Many of our the listeners, you know, here have probably heard that that term before. It's not necessarily a brand new concept, mm-hmm. but I think it is the single most underrated uh, principle of nutrition that is, um, yeah, it's just underrated. So the idea of the balance plate uh, is that a complete balanced meal mm-hmm. simply contains equal portions of each food group. And I would consider those food groups to be fruit, vegetable, protein, which includes our dairy, Mm -hmm. and starch. Okay. So it's it's relatively intuitive, right? It's like the very definition of balance. Um, And that one concept will get you 99% of the way toward excellent health, you know, nutritionally speaking. Um, So, yeah, I know you guys were really... Uh, interested in that. We're taking notes right idea. now. <laughs> <laughs> so you say fruit, vegetables, starch, and proteins. Yes. And would you, I'm assuming you would put the meat in the in the protein category? Yeah, so protein would be like meat, fish, uh, poultry, eggs, dairy, okay. and then also beans, nuts, and soy would go into that category as well. So it's not all animal foods. could be plant foods as well. So, so if you have a plate that has meat, beans, and and uh, and some other type of protein. You have, and it's only three proteins. Because sometimes we'll sit down, we'll have beans. Yep. We'll have some chicken. Yep. And then maybe some other protein on the, uh, in the tissue tube. That's not balance. Right. Because all in one category, <laughs> that's, right? That's you American <laughs> eating. You forgot the rice. The rice. That's right. That's right. That's right. Rice, beans, and chicken. That's all in that, one, one category. And, and, but you're saying fruit should be on there and vegetables should be on there. That should be half the plate? Exactly. Okay. Yes. So... 
What I think a lot of people don't understand is actually the amazing synergy that comes from getting all these foods together. The whole is greater than the sum of the than the sum of its parts. Okay. Right? So a lot of times in our culture we focus a lot on is this food good or is this food bad? And that whole idea of good and bad foods or all or nothing thinking is really born out of a dysfunctional food system, mm. right? Because like like you were just saying, in America, we tend to really overrepresent the protein and the starch mm. category. Mm. So if we're only consuming protein and starch in a meal, it's going to matter a lot more what types of foods from those food groups we put on the plate, right? If our whole meal is chicken, it's going to make a difference if it's baked or if it's deep fried. Mm. But when we get all the food groups together, there's this really magical synergy. So one of the things that I think is a great example of this, and I could give many different examples, um, is the idea with cholesterol. And I think it's a really great example because for the past 10 years, researchers have been trying to decide if eggs are good or bad, if we should eat them or not eat them. And we'll take it from you right now, April. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like take eggs, right? They have a lot of cholesterol. If you eat them in a standard American breakfast, which is kind of eggs, bacon, white toast, very high in cholesterol, very low fiber, your body's going to absorb that cholesterol. It's going to go into your bloodstream, raise your risk of heart disease. And that's because the, the eggs have cholesterol, the meat has cholesterol, and the right. white bread has cholesterol. The white bread bit. doesn't really have cholesterol. It just but, doesn't yeah. have... Well, if, you, if you put butter on it, it does. Sure. <laughs> right, right. So, right. That's how we eat it. I think you know where we're going now. In America, we can dress anything up to increase the true. cholesterol. All right, all right, all right. Sure. Okay, all right. I'm just going to make sure we follow you. So, yeah. right. All right, all right. So... Instead, let's say we use the balance plate. Mm. Maybe you have a veggie omelet, so you're getting some veggies in there. You get a piece of fruit with it, and maybe we choose a piece of whole wheat toast instead of white toast. What I just did is I added all the other food groups, and in doing so, I added a lot of fiber because fiber comes from plant foods. And fiber actually attaches to cholesterol and prevents it from getting absorbed. Ah. So you can have those same two eggs, and even the bacon maybe, mm. right? You can have those same components but they're not going to affect your body the same way. Your body is going to metabolize, absorb, and digest those things differently simply because of the presence of, of the food. Okay. So The fiber in the food. Then the fiber in ah, the food, okay, right? Okay, okay. And the fiber is just one example. Yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah. oh my gosh, I could give so many. Um, but I think that's a really cool concept, the synergy of the complete meal that people don't know about. Oh, I, I don't think I've ever heard the synergy of a meal ever discussed before. I'm, who ever thought that? To eat food is a science. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> science it, it, eating food. Yeah, yeah. But but you know it's it's interesting. I'm glad you brought it up. So you're saying not don't give up all of it. Just combine it better with yes. better. Okay, you got it. Okay, all right. Exactly. So and the sweets came out Thanksgiving, so we know what the balance plate meant then. However much you can put on the plate and balance yeah, without it falling, back. right? So it's like, it's like you put the macaroni and cheese in the middle, you put everything around it. That's not balance. Oh, you forgot right? the gravy. Forgot the gravy. <laughs> no, there's a different balance plate for Thanksgiving, and the balance plate, the Thanksgiving balance plate is meat, starch, 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 starch. You got that right. That's Thanksgiving. Yep. That's only a plate that we use one day. All right, so so we we know the unbalance. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's the, the goal is to try to get people to get to the balance. So I guess my question would be, where do we start? Because I mean. Here, here we are, brand new year. Brand, I mean, people have already had their breakfast, whether it was good or bad. Um, but they, they have tomorrow. They have uh, Saturday, Sunday, which is a little different than Monday through Friday. So what, what would you say to somebody who's starting over and says, all right, I need to get the most important message when it comes to uh, uh, the brand new year and eating right? What would you say is the most important nutritional message? 
So, I, I mean, I think the balance plate is that one most important message, like mm-hmm. I said, because it's going to get you 99% of the way if you can s- simply manage to try and get all those food groups in your meal. So in terms of an actual practical starting point, right, like that message, it's, it's simple, it's intuitive, maybe sounds easy to say, but the question, of course, is like, how do I actually do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and what I think is a great way just to get started is to think about how to stock your pantry, your fridge, your freezer with easy, like low prep options from each food group, okay. right? So vegetables, maybe that's like frozen vegetables and bagged salad kits. For proteins, maybe that's like peanut butter, hummus, hard-boiled eggs. Fruit is kind of inherently grab-and-go, so that one's easy. Starches could be an instant oatmeal packet, crackers, you know, things like that. Because if you have those grab-and-go options, you can use them to make an entirely balanced grab-and-go meal, right? If I'm running out the door for lunch, I can grab the box of Triscuits, uh, the jar of peanut butter, an apple, and some baby carrots, and that's a complete meal. Um, and it's totally healthy and is very easy. No prep required. I just grab four things and put them in my bag, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or we can use those things to supplement meals that otherwise would have been incomplete, right? So maybe I had a busy day and I'm just doing pizza for dinner, calling up Mark's or wherever and doing takeout. So pizza is largely protein and starch. That's mostly what it is. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> If I have these grab-and-go options, I can have that pizza, but I can also have it with an apple and a bag of frozen broccoli, right, or a bagged salad kit. Um, and so that kind of inherently changes the, the nutritional, um, like I said, the way we metabolize the nutritional quality of that meal. Check your health segment being brought to you by the University of Rochester. Dr. Sean Nelms brings in an expert just about every Thursday that gives you a bit of education on certain health topics today. Because it's the brand new year, what better topic than your health and your nutrition? That's right. We have April Ho from our um, Center for Community Health and Prevention. She's a lead dietitian, but also a certified personal trainer. To reach April and her team, uh, call 585-602-0720. That's 585-602-0720. You'll be connected to the clinical team over at the center. Uh, I would highly recommend it. I tell you, I, I had a dietitian. One of the best results was making sure that I got on that list, uh, found out what uh, I needed to be educated on, uh, and sticking to it. That's always the hard part, right, April? Yeah. Sticking to it every day, making consistent of it uh, going forward. So before we went in, it, uh, I'd like to destroy some of the big lies. What is the biggest lie our society believes about food and nutrition? What's the lie that you're like, I got to expose this? Yeah, and I expose. Um, I think that the biggest lie that we fall into in our society mm-hmm. is is just all or nothing thinking, or the idea that if less of something is good, then none of it is better, or if more of something is good, then all of it is better, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's not true. You definitely reach a point of diminishing returns, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> um, but our, our society, you know, kind of diet culture at its finest has led us to believe that there is one right way to eat. And there are these food rules that we should be following. And there's certain foods that are 
on that list that you should be fu- should be eating and certain foods that you should not be eating. Mm-hmm. And if you if you buy into this all or nothing thinking, right? Either I'm on the bandwagon or I'm off the bandwagon with my eating patterns, it puts you in a lose-lose scenario because either you have to follow these incredibly strict rules that um only suit a very narrow percentage of the population, <laughs> right? Who have whatever influencers came mm-hmm. up with these rules mm-hmm. that they, they are who it, these rules serve. Um but either you have to follow this, these very strict rules, which, to be honest, decreases the quality of life for a lot of people. It makes social situations harder. It prevents you sometimes from engaging in family traditions, family like family gatherings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just not fun. <laughs> um, so that's a lose scenario. Or, you know, if you choose not to follow those rules, but then in our culture that kind of leaves you with, well, I'm not going to be able to meet my health goals because I'm not following Mm -hmm. these rules. So you're left with two really bad (laughs) options Mm -hmm. where both are, you know, undesirable outcomes. So what do we do when we have two bad outcomes, right? We just stick with the status quo. So we don't make change. We're unmotivated. Um, and that's like that's what I see a lot of my patients grappling with. I think it's the biggest motivational barrier is kind of falling into this lie of all or nothing thinking. All right, all or nothing. So this is to complete sugar, get out of it. To complete this, get out of it. Complete that, get out of it. It's a bit extreme on the body because some stuff your body does need. It's unsustainable. I mean, you yeah. can't sustain that. And it could be very expensive if you're trying to do these high-priced meals and, and plants, right? Well, speaking of food, how might you work with people who struggle with finances You know, to go grocery shopping? Yeah, it's really hard. Um, food is very expensive these days, right? We, ju- we just recently had this huge bout of inflation and everything became even more expensive than it already was. Um, and I think the first thing to kind of realize um, when working with people who are struggling with finances is that changing your eating patterns is, is like a really big risk, right? If I'm working with someone who's really affluent, I can just be like, go buy XYZ thing and they can buy that on top of everything that they already know and love. But if, you know, you're more limited, you might then be making substitutions. And if you buy something that you end up not enjoying or your kids don't want to eat it or whatever, then you're just out of luck because there might not be other Mm -hmm. food in the pantry. So it is a really delicate balancing act. Um, But I think some things to keep in mind is that there is a lot of misleading marketing out there, like foods that are, you know, I think fast food is a great example. Mm -hmm. It's advertised as affordable. And a lot of times people assume that if I'm trying to reduce my food costs, fast food is a great way to go. Um, And I would argue that fast food is actually really expensive. expensive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just talked about that. The price of it's gone up. Yeah, yeah. 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 It could be going up even higher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What about the public market? I know we were talking about that off here, Sean. That was big. Yeah, I mean, I think think the public market is a great way for people to um, invest um, in 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 an affordable way. They're open on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but also Saturdays. And I know that I once time I Google which vegetables um, could freeze easily. And so when I buy bulk vegetables like peppers, I'll take what I want out, I'll freeze them, and then I'll take some out more than I want later on. And so you can buy in bulk, save money if you put them in the freezer and label them appropriately. Yeah, I love the public market. I actually mm-hmm. used to do cooking demonstrations there. Oh, so okay. it holds a special place in my heart. And it is an amazing place to get insanely affordable yeah, right. fresh fruits and vegetables. I mean, mm-hmm. you can get a large tub of organic 
raspberries for like two dollars sometimes mm-hmm. like that's just yeah, yeah. unheard of in any grocery store you know and then the freshness of the fruit and vegetables that consume quickly don't let it sit around because i think sometimes we get the healthy food and it's just like oh, i'll eat that banana tomorrow i'll beat that uh and the next thing you know it's been there for three months yeah but the, uh, but the veggies food. can be frozen and, and used later on and garlic and everything i mean it's and you learn what veggies like uh, keep a while, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, I can right. keep carrots in my fridge for a, a good long time, or like broccoli, onions, you know, things like that. Right. They last a long time, whereas other things are going right, to go right. quicker. I do have a question. I want to go back a little bit to uh, friends and family that are in the area. And you, it, it is a bit of a culture thing. It's a bit of a family thing. What would you say to somebody who's just like, listen, I've talked to my doctor. I've gone to a dietitian. I've done all these different things. How, how can we better sort of support people in our family that are making healthier choices and not alienate them, not feel as if, you know, oh, you can't come to the cookout. Sorry, we got, uh, you know, the the finest meats and cheeses here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so how, 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 I guess, would you say to someone is like, they're on this journey. You're not on their journey, but you do you don't want to alienate them from what they're doing. How do I include? Yeah, that's a really thoughtful question. Thank you for asking that. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, if we come back to the idea of balance, we kind of come to see that that eating healthfully is oftentimes more about adding in than taking away. So if you typically have maybe not the, the most balanced options at your family cookouts, you can keep all of those same options, but simply adding additional options, like additional fruit or vegetable options, um, allows people who are on that journey to make the choices that they need to make because they can kind of pick and choose and balance, you know, the way that they need to. But if you have entire food groups missing Mm -hmm. from the buffet at a family event, then they don't even have the choice. So it's a lot harder for them to navigate that situation. You ever gotten to the point where you're just like the first thing's out salad? I'm like, well, I guess I'll have this. <laughs> I think that's strategically done. That's right. And it's smart, too, because if you think about it, you're just going to get hangrier the longer you're waiting for the real food you want. Right. Might as well start off with the vegetables. Fill yourself up a little and bit. And at some point, vegetables and salads will be the food that you want. That's yep. the goal, right? Yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> It's not the other. Yes, yes. You want to you slow down on the other. That's right. That's fill right, up that's right. on the fruits and vegetables. That's right. It's not easy to do. How do you do it? Well, is it one step a day? Is it? I mean, a lot of people kind of like I want to change it overnight. Be you know bathing suit ready by February first. Yeah. It, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Depending on how much you got to lose, what you're dealing with, every individual is different. What's the first thing I should do if I'm on this journey? So the first thing I would say is don't be too hard on yourself, right? If you're someone who currently has zero vegetables on the plate, maybe don't try to make vegetables an entire quarter of the plate. Just focus on trying different vegetables and cooking them in ways that you find that you might like, right? Maybe that's simply starting with putting some vegetables on a pizza. You might only be getting a tablespoon, but if you are able to find ways of eating vegetables that you actually enjoy and look forward to, then we're kind of shifting the mindset so that it's not like, oh, I have to do this. It's Mm -hmm. going to be something that I don't like. It's oh, there might actually be like a world of ways to enjoy vegetables that I just haven't explored yet. And it 
becomes more exciting. Okay. I, I, love, I know people are going to air fry Brussels sprouts, or air fry, you know, <laughs> broccoli, you know. Brussels sprouts with olive oil and some garlic salt and air fry. What? Chef Sight? Chef Sight? <laughs> it, it will change your life. That's right. <laughs> We're saying April's baby steps. Baby that's right. steps. Yeah. That's good, but that's, I mean, you know, if it's people who have that desire to have that crispy, you know, taste, that there is. we go. Yeah. Yeah. Air fryers are good. Air fryer, oh, good. How you prepare your food really matters, and I think a lot of people don't don't know that there are other ways to prepare food, right? Like if your mom always boiled your Brussels sprouts, then you might just assume that you don't like Brussels sprouts, right? right? That's true. Um, But how you prepare your food and even the shape that you make your food, like the shapes that you cut your food matters. Um, The the size pieces, the shape of the pieces, right? That's why people like sandwiches that are cut on a bias rather than cut down the middle. So even the same meal, if it's uh, like a chopped salad, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people are like, oh, salad. But then you have a chopped salad. Everything's in little pieces. you got the dressing. You're getting every flavor in every bite. And a lot of a lot of people really like chopped salads more than a regular, quote-unquote, regular salad, right? It's, it's funny because uh, <laughs> D- uh, Dr. Calvin Cole, who's on episode three, I believe, mm-hmm. I mean, um, he once said, you know, if you boil your collard greens until there's no flavor left, you might as well just drink the juice. <laughs> 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 it's like so. Even if you have vegetables, you don't want to boil all the nutrients out of it. <laughs> but you know what? Though? I, I think it's interesting trying something different, and you don't have to try it with a whole bunch of stuff. But just try it. That's right. It. Yeah, it, it, it's hard because it's if it's always been this way, right. it's hard to go down another road. It's he always said, been the way there. He said, if you can eat your vegetables with no teeth, <laughs> you cook it too long. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. It's so funny. So it's it's interesting. I didn't know in the middle of this. Uh, um, you are are you a personal trainer? Do you personal train or no? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I, I before we go because we got to wrap up in a few minutes. And I know it's it's just totally unjust, but I got to ask, what is the percentages? Is it eighty twenty eating eighty exercise twenty? What's what's the recommended thing? Because I think Sean is right. I think I'm going down the wrong pattern of what is best for my health. Because I think I could run myself and get the fat off. But I might be need to go down your path when it comes to nutrition. So is there an 80-20 rule, food, exercise, exercise, food that you know of or no? So you're saying in terms of like how important each one is for actually, like is, is nutrition more important? Like you can't outwork a, a bad diet kind of thing? Or like, mm-hmm. is that what you're asking? I, like yeah, the, the, how but, important is each one? But yeah, yeah, I guess help well, I, me. I, I, <laughs> help Tariq out. So Tariq will say, hey man, it's the Super Bowl. I'm going to have a lot of wings, so I'm going to just run real hard in the gym today. See, he knows. That's, that's exactly <laughs> it. Does that work? Does that work or am I just fooling myself? I think that's a complicated question. I'm fooling myself. Because (laughs) I think there's absolutely a place for wings. And even a lot of them. Right? Like what your body needs from day to day is going to be different. What you're needing emotionally, socially is different from day to day. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the question, can you just like do one to make up for the other? Yes. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You definitely need both. And how those two pieces fit together is going to look different. For different people. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I hope that answered your question. No, you did. You did. It's <laughs> honesty. I love it. So, I'm going to give a gift. Now, now I'm going to make my daughter do something because I'm still a dad even though she's grown. All right. She's also a physical fitness trainer. Okay. And I'm going to text her and ask her to give Rochester a free two-week program. Okay. Follow. That right. you can do at home just to get started. Okay. But at the same time, I want you to call April's office at 602-0720-602-0720 to learn more about clinical dietitian and healthy eating and healthy habits. So we're going to give you the dietitian part from the U of R, 
And then we're going to give a two-week program. I hope she does this for me. A two-week program for her for her company, Purposeful Gains. Yeah. And, um, and uh, I'll make sure we get that um, on the second half of the show. We'll make that link available. Uh, at, at least sort of a starter. Yeah, like an intro. Yeah, try it out at home. I, I think I think uh, I'd really appreciate if she does it. I really appreciate yeah. it because I think there's a lot of people that are starting from scratch, and I think right. there's some people who did it before. You know, maybe forgot about it or not motivated. It, hopefully, this segment does motivate you to either yeah. make a phone call to, to April's office or, yeah. or or start maybe that walk today. It's going to be cold, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, it starts somewhere. But to start somewhere, if you're not sure, call. Yes. Ask questions. Call the number. Ask questions because there is no such thing as a stupid question. A stupid question is a question not asked. Yeah. Yeah. People walk in the malls. Yeah. You know, I see people walk indoor in free spaces. I mean, there's always opportunities to, to walk. You can walk around your own office. If you're in a, in a large office, walk up and down the stairs, around floors. There's things to do if you want to do it. And I think starting the year off, understanding your health with the uh, Center for Community Health and Prevention as well as you know, learning more about how we take care of our, that balance on our yeah. plate, also balance between physical activity and eating, is a great way to start the year. And as, as my daughter would always say, summer bodies are made now. That's right. <laughs> you that can't, is, start, you can't start your summer body in June. No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't try it. <laughs> no, <I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs> April, thanks for the time this morning. I appreciate Thank the honesty. You. Well, we are one of Let me get out of here, April. Or <laughs> somebody's couch. Hey, let's go. Let's, let's get out of this segment safe, gentlemen. We are 1039 WDKX. We are 1039 WDKX Podcast Network. It's time for the second half of Check Your Health with Dr. Sean Nelms taking over. Thank you for the second half of Check Yourself Health segment. I want to thank April Ho, um, University of Rochester's nutritionist and dietitian, for giving us a lot of concrete examples of how to stay healthy, including uh, eating those four food groups, making sure we have um, balanced plates. But the, what I took away from her is to make sure you balance exercise and your health. And at the end of the show, I promised that my daughter, uh, Nia, whose name means purpose, she started a group, Purposeful Gains, to help individuals balance the physical side and nutrition side of their health. And she is going to provide uh, some free services to the WDKX community, uh, provide some exercises and stretches that you can do at home. And just to get you started and motivated to, to remind you that exercising is not difficult. It just requires time, patience, and focus. So stay tuned for a future uh, episode where we will give you the link um, to access the workouts on Purposeful Gains. If you want to take a look and check her out prior to the giveaway, go to her IG account, Purposeful Gains, and you will see her progress throughout the years and hopefully get motivated for those upcoming workout plans. Have a good day, DKX family. Peace. Thanks for listening to this podcast on the WDKX Podcast Network. Provided by Vision Automotive.